Hey, on my Travel Wins podcast, I'm lucky to have Corinne Quiggle. Corinne is a pro beach volleyball player who has a quite a great background of playing over on in Florida, I guess on the East Coast, and then coming over to play for Pepperdine. Quite a storied career at Pepperdine, being an All-American, All-Academic, which I, I appreciate as a, as a parent. And, um, Thank you. <laughs> exactly. And, and then playing professionally, and you know, for being quite a young person in my book, you're younger than both my daughters, so you, you've played in Cambodia, Mexico, Malaysia, China, Dominican Republic, Cuba, mm-hmm. all over the States. How are you today, Corin? I'm good. Um, yeah, pretty good. Staying inside, trying to keep my distance. Um, yeah, yeah. How have you been? <laughs> Same, unfortunately. Uh, as, as, an outside, yeah. <laughs> as an outside sales rep, my day job means I, I have to go out and sell. To, my territory is California and Hawaii. Wow, and so, that's not a bad territory, though. <laughs> it, it, it doesn't suck. And it, but if I'm not traveling, I'm not making money. And since I can't travel and all my stores mm-hmm. are closed. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of similar for us beach volleyball players, sure. too. Yeah, that's had uh, a couple of beach volleyball players on it, and we lead a very similar life. So mm-hmm. We have to travel, and if you don't make, if you don't place and make money when you when you get there, you don't make any money. So. Yeah, it's true. Um, and sometimes you even travel for the opportunity to make no money at all when you're going to qualifiers out in yeah. Malaysia or wherever it is. But you, you've done quite well, and last year being your best year uh, so far, uh, I'm sure you're looking forward to 2020 and when it finally gets started. Yes, I am looking for, forward to this season. Yeah, and last year was like my first like true professional season, I'd say. I graduated, so I still had to, or I had my full season, like starting in, let's see, was it March or May? or uh, No, I guess it was, yeah, February was my first tournament last year. Um, and so that was, that's what I consider my first full season um, after I finished college. How difficult was it? Uh, I, I, how does it work if, if you're in college and you're supposed to be an amateur athlete? But I know you were making some money. <laughs> yeah, so as a as a collegiate athlete, you have to keep your expenses. So any money that you oh, make, gotcha. you can take as long as your expenses are exceeding of what you take. So if I traveled or if I did any of that, that includes gas, that includes, um, oh, yeah, food. you know, oh, yeah, yeah. planes, everything. So you can definitely expense the travel, but also you get to expense like bathing suits, uh, GoPros, all yeah, that equipment. kind of stuff. So yeah. those are all like needed equipment for beach volleyball. So you're able to accept money as an ath- as a collegiate athlete, but it has to just be written off somewhere else. I did not know that. I yeah. That. I mean, it, it's a nice loop around to get a lot of new bathing suits. That's <laughs> something that I missed <laughs> for sure. But, but now you have it. was it. money that I had, had to spend. So I yeah. enjoyed that time for sure. But um, yeah, but now I'm trying to save up any kind of money that I make on the tour. And, well, that's just it. I mean, I don't, I don't know that a lot of people, you know, we, we can watch you on Amazon and, and go down to the beaches and, and see you guys play. And we're like, wow, I mean, the best athletes in the world, you can be three feet away from them. It's, it's a different kind of sport and watch for free. Yeah. Yeah. It's really cool. The athletes are super accessible in beach volleyball. And I think it makes for like a cool, um, even like viewership or like connection with the sport. Um, cause even when I was younger, like the professional volleyball players, even international people, I know AJ and Carambola would be out on the beach teaching us all how to uh, sky ball and we'd just be playing like <laughs> co-ed fours or whatever. And it was super cool. 
um, even being like a younger athlete, still striving to be professional. That time I was maybe like a sophomore in college, but those experiences, like being able to just be so close to all these top athletes was, is a really cool uh, aspect of the sport. I totally agree. And, and you got to get that sky ball ready for Seattle, right? <laughs> I know. My sky ball could use some work, but <laughs> well, you... I whip it out in the six man, though. That's for sure. There you go. You know, when, when you were in, in high school, because I know you started, what, middle school playing, playing volleyball? Yeah, so I started playing volleyball in middle school, indoor only. Um, and I played, I mean, because I lived on the beach in Florida, I would play beach volleyball, but I wouldn't say that I actually learned how to play beach volleyball correctly until I was pretty much a sophomore in high school. Now, I was always like fooling around with the ball on the beach, always like loved the ball control. And I loved the idea of beach volleyball, seeing how much control you had over the game. So it always was like something that I wanted to do. And then after I got to my sophomore year and kind of did a USA program, and then I the next year after that, my junior year, I made like the top USA program and they, they trained in California. And I actually only had like one more class to graduate in high school. So I just did it online and left my junior year from Florida <laughs> and moved out to California. So it was really cool. And that whole time that I got to spend like training almost every single day, like totally changed my, my game. Yeah. So it was like a quick learning curve for me, but yeah, a lot of things happen really fast on the beach. Um, and then that's when I committed to Pepperdine and the whole thing. I ended up, I intended to go back to Florida, but I ended up just staying <laughs> till now from my junior year in high school until now. I guess, I suppose you could, you know, further your career as a pro beach volleyball player in Florida. But, mm-hmm. but, but I mean, yeah, obviously beach, Hermosa, Manhattan, kind of the home of beach volleyball. Yeah, so the beach volleyball scene in Florida is actually super strong uh, even now. I lived up in northern Florida where it's uh, still, I'd say, beginning. There's not as many players. A lot of them are in Fort Lauderdale or Tampa. But um, my ultimate goal was to kind of play internationally. I want to, like, the Olympics are my what I'm striving for. And so uh, the whole USA program is, is in California. Yeah. And so that's where I felt like I where I needed to be if, those are my goals. When, when you were in high school and college and when you started getting at a beach, were you, is the travel part of the allure of playing beach volleyball? Absolutely. I, I love traveling. Yeah. <laughs> it's one of my favorite parts of beach volleyball. And I mean, even if you hit some bumpy roads, like I don't think I've ever been to China and not had a bus breakdown. <laughs> but <laughs> like, really, I, <laughs> I tried counting and I've been to China quite a few times and every single time a bus that I've been on has broken down for a certain amount of hours. And like, even that stuff, I, I love, I love it. <laughs> and so, yeah, I mean, that yeah, you, too, like the international side of the sport is totally what lures me in. Like I said, I mean, that's going to Cuba, the Dominican Republic and Malaysia and Cambodia and China. That's just incredible. Especially, you know, at what, 22, 23 years old. That's, mm-hmm. that's, that's gotta be. <laughs> I know. And I, those are experiences. Yeah, those are experiences that I would, well, probably not have if it weren't for volleyball. And I mean, all, each one of those areas has their like has a huge different experience where, like, a story to itself. So I, I just, yeah, that's definitely my favorite part. 
I'd say volleyball in general, besides the playing and besides the competition, the traveling and the meeting other people and the connection between all these countries is so amazing. Well, and, and I know you guys are on a tight schedule when you get over there, but do you time to go see museums or local scenery and tour stuff when you're there? Yeah, I definitely try to. Like, I'll try to put maybe a day ahead. I'll get in a day ahead where I can get onto the time schedule, where I can go see a little bit of the area. That also helps when I'm, like, scouting for food. Kind of. Exactly. <laughs> Some of these places, you know, you don't know what you're going to you don't know what you're going to have for food. So I do definitely travel with a lot of food too, but uh, getting there a day or two early before I actually start competing, I can kind of get a lay of the land and get to see part of the, part of the city or wherever I am in the place. And then also like prepare for the tournament. And then sometimes even if I have the time, I'll try to stay a day after, or if we get out of the tournament or whatever happens, I definitely try to go see it. I mean, I ended up going camel riding in China one time because we finished the tournament a little earlier than we were expecting but then we had a whole day that we didn't account for and we went out to the desert in China which I didn't even know they had a desert on the um, and it was one of the coolest experiences and we got to ride these like amazing camels through the desert not planned yeah totally random no definitely not planned that's awesome (laughs) I mean, right? What'd you do this week? Oh, I rode a camel in China. Oh, okay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I still have that picture on my desk. Heck yeah! Of like me on the on the camel in China, and it like reminds me. It just makes me so excited to travel more places. Well, that's you know what I, I, I was kind of similar with with my job is I, I travel all around the United States, and I would always try and make my schedule really tight. You know, like okay, I'm going to land here, I'm going to work here, mm-hmm. go to dinner here and then fly home and then I'd get home and people say, Oh, did you go see that? I'm like, uh, no. So now I always book at least a half a day, either at the front end or back end. So I can travel around and look mm-hmm. around and I've seen the coolest things yeah. doing that. Very similar. For sure. When, when you're traveling, like you mentioned, I was going to ask you about the food part because I'm always curious about, you know, professional athletes that you're obviously trying to be mm-hmm. careful with what you put in your body. And all of a sudden you end up in Cuba or, you know, Malaysia. Oh yeah. So, uh, Malaysia is actually good. It was. <laughs> uh, well, I don't always successfully do that. I had to come <laughs> home yeah. early from a trip uh, in India. Actually, I was in India supposed to play, um, and I got totally deli belly yeah. sick. Couldn't like there are no available hospitals. It was a disaster, but. Like some of the sick, it was the sickest I've ever been, I think. But um, definitely just what I try to do is um, bring enough food so that if there isn't food around, that I'll still be able to last on my like snacks. So I bring like definitely a lot of nuts, a lot of protein powder, a lot of uh, supplements that kind of uh, make it easy for me, like vitamins and stuff. Yeah. and just kind of prepare in that way some oatmeal for breakfast uh, because if I can at least supplement with a little bit of the local food to what I have, um, then I can usually get around eating most of my food and staying safe. Now, what I did in India was I went to a subway and it didn't turn out well for me because I forgot that they washed <laughs> the uh, the lettuce in water yep. and I totally got all these veggies and I was just 
figured it was Subway and I would treat myself. And then, nope, I was, uh, didn't see much of India. That's all I'll say. (laughs) But yeah, so I definitely try to be good about it. And then sometimes we find these amazing spots where the water is good. I feel super comfortable eating the meat. I feel like, you know, that this is like a higher quality or at least uh, what my body can take, you know, so. Definitely, I try to find those gems, but I try to bring as much just in case I can't find anything at all. Yeah, that's exactly what I was going to ask because I, I don't go to any any place that remote, but it's the same. You know, there's certain things I want. I need. I want to make sure I eat, and I I have to bring them sometimes. That's good. Yeah, so definitely nuts are super easy to bring, and the protein powder those are like staples. You learned the hard way for sure. (laughs) Yes, unfortunately, I did. But, I but, for but sure did. You won't forget it now. No, no. But you know what? Maybe my stomach's building a little like immunity to it now. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'll still, I'll still bring my stuff. <laughs> It'll always be that one time. You'll be like, ah. Oh. Yeah. Are there any staples that yeah. you, you have to travel with? Uh, a, a pillow, um, wa- you know, your your earbuds, uh, sleeping mask, anything oh. to help you. Definitely, definitely headphones. Okay. Headphones. I have to travel with headphones. I love music and listening to music, and that can like entertain me for however long. I mean, it could be like a twelve-hour flight, and I could just listen to my like to music. Um. So yeah, definitely my headphones. Maybe a journal. Um, like blanket-wise and stuff. I'm usually pretty good. I can sleep. I'm a very good sleeper, so I could sleep on a lot of planes. So that's a lucky thing about me. Yeah, that, helps. <laughs> uh, that probably makes travel a lot easier. Um, but no, I'm I'm pretty like able to sleep in airports, able to sleep in on planes. So none of those stuff, but definitely the headphones for entertainment. That's like huge. I watch a lot of movies, um, and so the headphones too come in come in handy. Yeah. With with all the traveling you're doing, how how has it been so far maintaining you know, your friends and family and you know relationships that you try and keep at home? Yeah, so I would say I love traveling, and the one thing that like holds me back, or, or doesn't necessarily hold me back, but the one thing that I do is I miss like the people at home. Yeah. So I don't necessarily miss like the place or whatever, but I'll miss people. Um, that are close to me, like my friends, my family. Um, and so definitely with that, I just try to stay connected. A lot of times we are in different time zones or on different schedules. And um, I just try to talk to them as much as I can. And I, as long as I'm keeping busy in those areas, I'm usually okay. But definitely trying to, um, I mean, I FaceTime all the time. And yeah. luckily I have like a good cell service that so I can almost text and stay in contact with people uh, wherever I am. Do you, do you foresee, you know, I, trying to, I'm trying to think of uh, some, I guess there are, it's, I guess it's, it's, do you think it's going to be easier that you have this travel lifestyle and whoever you meet as far as a partner is going to be like, okay, well, that's just the way she is and that's the way I, I have to accept her? Yeah, um, well, luckily, I actually, I have a boyfriend right now, and he is Austrian, so he's foreign, <laughs> um, and I mean, he's lived quite, 
he lives in Innsbruck. So, I mean, he's like, his family is 25 minutes from the Italian border. They're an hour away from Germany. They're two hours away from Switzerland. Like they've, he's traveled a lot in his life. Sure. Um, and so he like totally understands like my love and need for travel. And I think that's really awesome. And then even if I go to Austria or wherever I am, like I have people over there and it's really cool. Like his family's super welcoming. I actually met, I actually went to Austria, um, before, well, well, before we were really even dating, maybe we had been dating a month and I stayed with his whole family. Um, oh, that's nice. <laughs> so I met his family without him. Well, we had been dating for like almost a month or so. <laughs> um, <laughs> quite exciting in Austria. I was in Austria with one of my best friends, Delaney Nutson, who also plays, um, we were just there traveling and it was just kind of a funky trip where we just stayed with people that we knew all over Europe. Uh, which is one of the coolest things about this sport is that you meet so many people and that we had a house to stay in every, every place we went. Yeah. Uh, which was like Paris, Czech Republic, um, Innsbruck, Austria, and then we went back to Paris and yeah. So it was super cool that we had that kind of, um, connection and that like the volleyball world is so small. So yeah being able to like stay and be housed by people and actually really see those areas. It was really cool. That's got, that's gotta be exciting though. And Mm -hmm. just, I mean, you have friends around the world now. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. That's one of the coolest things. Um, for sure. What's your, so far, what's your favorite place to visit and what's your least favorite place you've visited so far? Mm-hmm. for whatever that's reason fun. It, could, it could be broken down buses that's well fun. okay yeah no so actually one of my favorite places i mean one of my favorite places was actually in malaysia um which is super funny but i just had one of the coolest experiences there uh where we stayed with this lady that my dad speaks for a living um and he was speaking in malaysia and had met this family and he was like, my daughter's going to be out here in two weeks. And she was like, oh, they have to stay with us. And so when we went to Malaysia, um, we we played in like a town two hours away from KL, which is where she lived. And then after we finished playing, um, we went and stayed at her house, which was unbelievable. It was a penthouse suite right with the view of like the Patronus Towers. It was the coolest thing I've ever done. And then we just went and saw all these amazing places like a speakeasy in Malaysia. Oh, it was, cool. it was actually like right uh, by both my partner and I's birthdays. So we celebrated both of our birthdays out there in these high class, like restaurants and bars. And it was just, it was a really cool town. Um, <clears throat> and so, yeah. And then we went into this elephant sanctuary. So Malaysia like blew my expectations out of the water. Gotcha. Um, and even though I've been to like, a lot of amazing places. I like, I could name all of them, but, um, yeah, I think I didn't go into Malaysia with a ton of expectations. And then all of a sudden it was like one of the coolest experiences I've ever had. (laughs) So that's probably my favorite. Um, and my least favorite. (laughs) Or what it could be India because you you don't remember any of it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You know, I'll say India because I had a little bad experience. Um, I mean, the people were super nice yeah, yeah. and everyone was trying to take really great care of me, but you know, it just didn't work out on my end. <laughs> <laughs> I hope, yeah. Hopefully you won't have that problem. Sure. 
future. What, what yeah, places? I, I think I've, I've. Go ahead. I hope I've learned my lesson. <laughs> <laughs> what what places are you, are you do you want to travel to that you haven't yet? Um. You can say Tokyo, Japan for the Olympics, but you know whatever. Oh yes, Tokyo, Japan for sure would be one. <laughs> um, I mean, for volleyball, I'd really love to go to more of the European stuff. Okay. Um. I've heard like Gestad is amazing. I've heard it's one of the coolest venues in the mountains. Um, so I'd say Gestad in Vienna for volleyball purposes. What about snow volleyball? Um, oh, I would love to do snow volleyball. <laughs> Last year, um, I thought about it for a little bit, but it really, it kind of overlaps with some of the international beach travel. So yeah. I didn't do it, but I'm definitely looking into that in the future. Uh, I think they go some really cool places, and it'd be this really fun to try out. It, it looks like it's a blast, but just freezing. <laughs> yeah, and I don't fare well, like so too well in the cold. But I think I would heat up playing volleyball, and it just looks like one of the one of a really fun sport for sure. That's... New winter sport. <laughs> well, that, I think it was Casey Patterson that told me, or maybe it was Madison. They were telling me that they're trying to make it a Winter Olympics the next time it goes back to Italy. They're trying to make it a Winter Olympics sport. Yeah, so I've heard that. That would be really, really cool. I'd for sure try to get in on that. <laughs> Could you imagine? That you're an Olympic athlete. What, what sport do you play? Snow volleyball. What? Snow volleyball. That'd be so awesome. <laughs> That'd be pretty awesome. So You never yeah. know. Are you, are you trying to make it to the... Yeah, is, has the USA team been made for the Beach Olympics already, or how does that work? No, it hasn't. It was supposed to be done around um, June or June. I think it was June is the cutoff date, but oh, now you. that the Olympics have been postponed, yeah. um, it kind of opens the door for more people. Although this year, um, I kind of went into last year with no international points or very very little international points. Um, just from like North Dakota's and one FIVB that I did before. Um, and so I didn't have a leg up and then it became Olympic qualifying and automatically everybody signed up. So everybody that had more points, they basically only take six teams to the country quota. Um, like six teams total, sorry, only three play in the country quota and three are in. And so basically we didn't have the opportunity to play in those country quotas and earn points. Oh, cool. um, so it's just a hard, it was just a hard time yeah. to try to jump in it. Although we were really close. A lot of times we sat in that seventh position um, for like the whole year. Uh, but this year I'm definitely hoping to break in. And I, I think we've had a strong start of this season. Um, I know we're kind of back to off season now, but exactly. I really think that if we can break into those tournaments and we would, then we would be able to have a shot. You know, I, I don't mean to, you know, give you the, the, the good mojo just yet, but uh, every, every <laughs> pro beach volleyball player I've had on my show, which is three, um, have all had record years the year after they talked to me. Oh, wow. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, Carissa, uh. Carissa won. One yeah, day, went, uh, Chris had a great year last year. Yeah, and then uh, Madison uh, had his and his brother Ryan oh, yeah. had, had their best year, and then Casey won. And I think what Hermosa or Man? No, yeah, Hermosa. Well, that's 
That's great. Thank you for having me on your show. That's um, for sure. <laughs> just throwing it out there. Yeah. I don't know if I are you planning on playing with Amanda again or, or how's that working out? Um, no, so right now I'm playing with Fallon from Moana. Okay. And um, we played in the last two North Vegas together at the end of last year, one in Dominican and one in Jamaica. And we won both of those. And then I think it was two weekends ago, uh, we played in the AVP Cincinnati uh AVP Next tournament, and we won that, so we have an automatic first oh, nice. into uh, the AVP New York. So and did. we kind of played in that just in case because I think we might be somewhat on the barrier. And AVP New York is a smaller tournament, and it's a huge tournament for points. So we thought we would try to solidify our spot, and we did. So that was like a huge win for us. Um, and yeah, we're super excited for the season. I mean. So far, we've played in three tournaments, and they've all gone our way. So yeah. we're really hoping that uh, that continues. Well, you got—I mean, Fallon's going to be great just hitting and blocking, and so you just got to run around the backside, right? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, she's definitely a powerful. Um, she's a super powerful and super talented player. So yeah. I'm really looking forward to this year. That, that's going to be—that's a good good team. So. <laughs> Is, what's the best way for people to, to follow you? And I, I know you, you you have some, how does, well, let me ask you this question real quick. How does it work with sponsorships? Because I, like, I mean, yeah, not too many volleyball players make a ton of money. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. So with the prize money in beach volleyball, it's, you kind of almost need the sponsors. Yeah. Um, but uh, like sponsors are huge huge help um to help us even get to tournaments because a lot of that comes out of pocket um and so sponsors i mean reaching out to sponsors i think that's like one of the biggest things for beach volleyball players is like kind of growing the sponsorship and that even grows beach volleyball in itself um i just got an awesome new cbd sponsor full cbd and you know they've been super helpful and they've been even growing me and the sport of beach volleyball on the outside of like the athletic slash influencer kind of world. They have connections with other like um, sports brands and stuff that they've been partnering with. And it just, it's a really good way to grow the sport and grow each other. So um, like sponsorships, usually we just reach out, create a connection. um, And if it's something that, I mutually use. I'm like very specific over the sponsorships that I like because I have a lot easier time um, promoting companies that like definitely align with myself. Um, And so that's something that I for sure look at when I'm looking at sponsors. Um, But yeah, just trying to grow the sport and be able to do this as a full-time job. Well, and you're, you're also doing private coaching and some other things. So, you, you do what you got to do, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. This past year is actually the director of ops for UCLA Beach Volleyball. Well, that's pretty cool. So that helps. <laughs> uh, although our season, uh, the, the season got cut a little short with the coronavirus. Um, but it was definitely nice. I mean, staying involved and learning about the um, administrative side of 
NCAA and beach volleyball, and that definitely grows my knowledge of the sport, and I even get to watch, um, like, the upcoming players. So it's, it's really cool. It's a really cool opportunity that I have. I think, I think that's awesome that you're you're looking at that. I mean, that, that does give you a total different perspective of even – I mean, you were just playing, what, a year and a half ago in college. Mm-hmm. So, so seeing the other side of it is kind of different. Oh, for sure. For sure a lot different. But it definitely um, – like, it, it helps my knowledge on and off the court. And I definitely get, like, a way bigger picture of even how I, as a professional, can – uh, create my like team around me because I see what they use for training and what they're using for this and how they're planning out their schedules and yada 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 and it, it definitely transfers over. Do you think do, um, do you follow other other players in the sense of you want to see what they're doing in the off season? Because I know I, and now I follow a lot of a lot of different players and it's interesting to see some people are, are heavier in the gym, some people are doing more beach workout. Do you, do you do you follow that to see what other people are doing as well? Um, I follow people, but I don't necessarily. I try not to like compare myself to people because I found a pretty good system of what kind of works for me sure. and what works best with my body. Um, and so doing. I mean, sometimes I'll see somebody doing this really cool exercise. I'm like, okay, that looks really fun, and that looks like it's going to help me. So I'll add that in, but. I definitely don't um, try to compare myself yeah. like, oh, they've been doing this and this and this, and maybe I'm not. But I think, too, um, like, I don't always show my own workouts, and everybody's working kind of in themselves, and then I think that that will show maybe on the court or maybe later on and instead of, you know, I don't know. So that's I, well, I, like I said, I just wonder, you know, because – if if you see if you watch you know X Y Z player and and they're working out constantly you're like when you, when you end up playing them you're, mentally are you going well I know they're in good shape or I know they're not in good, you know what I mean Yeah, I mean I I definitely try to play that by ear, but I know that sometimes what people show isn't always what it is what it, yeah. what's happening you know and I mean that even happened when I I tore my meniscus uh, years ago. And I was kind of like, oh, yeah, I'm all good. I'm all good, like, trying to show all this stuff. But really, I was a little bit injured. Um, and so, I don't know. I definitely try to keep it on what's happening at the moment uh, rather than, like, what I've seen, okay. kind of. Gotcha. Well, th- thank you so much for the time. I don't want to eat up too much more time. But what's what's the best <laughs> way for my listeners to follow you and, and stand and see what's going on with you? Yeah, I mean, Instagram is good. Um, it's just my, my name, Karen Quiggle. Uh, Instagram is what I mainly use through that. And then definitely coming out to the tournaments, the AVP tournaments, maybe following along on the SIVB schedule. Um, I think that's, those are the best ways. And, and you have your website as well, right? Yes, I do have my website. That's com. Yeah, so any sponsors that want to be part of the, the team quiggle you can just go to that to the website and check it out <laughs> yes for sure and uh, um, i'm excited to see if you about the uh, the olympics yeah i'm excited too uh it being pushed back i mean definitely looking i'm looking very long term um even like 2024 2028 like i'm 
I'm in beach volleyball for the long run. So, um, 2028 sure Los Angeles keep... would be awesome. I know, I know, right in our backyard. Do you think they'll have um, so, yeah. it? Do you think they'll have the Olympics in, in, in Manhattan or will they have a beach volleyball set up somewhere else? I don't remember um, if they've said anything about that, but I would hope that they do it in Manhattan or Hermosa. That would be very iconic. <laughs> it would be so cool. Oh, my God. I'd, I'd just ride my bike down and watch. That'd be unbelievable. <laughs> watch the Olympics? How cool would be? That would be awesome. Well, yeah. I remember in 84, uh, I was in high school, and when the Olympics were last year in Los Angeles, and I went to the wrestling and some of the swimming stuff and the diving. Uh, and my oh, sister, that is so cool, yeah. It's it's unbelievable. So. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I'm very much looking forward to, um, I mean, the Olympics being in L.A., definitely in the sport continuing to grow, and Beach volleyball is a big Olympic sport, so that's going to yeah. drag a huge, like, ton of attention, um, especially in the U.S. So I'm really, really looking forward to to that one. Well, well hopefully you, you go to you be a three time Olympian. You go to Japan, the next one, and then L.A. <laughs> and that would be that would be pretty cool. And with a gold medal and just pretty drop cool. drop the mic, yeah. <laughs> uh, that'd but, be awesome. I so appreciate it. How about that? And uh, I'll definitely. Yeah, well, thank you so much. Yeah, I'll definitely keep an eye out for you in um, at Hermosa in Manhattan. They haven't canceled those, right? Not at least not yet. No, they haven't. Those are still on uh, as of now. We will, and I hope they stay on. That's my goal. That's my yeah. uh, putting that out into the universe. I hope they stay on. I think I really hope that this all passes um, with plenty of time, and that people keep their distance for now. Um, and we can still play volleyball in the summer. <laughs> exactly. It's weird to say that because it's, you know, it's March. And you're like, you're I know. Playing in June, July, and August. So wait and see. Yeah, definitely. So thank you again definitely. for your time. Uh, good luck in the kind of off season. All right. Thank you. Yeah. Kind of off season, kind of preseason again. Exactly. Um, but yeah, thank you so much for your time and thanks for this. I appreciate it. Thanks, Corinne. All right. Have a good one. You too. Bye-bye.